You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. I will love you, Lord, is the title of this devotion. It's a statement from Psalm 18, one of David's magnificent psalms. Oh my goodness, what God was able to bring into the world through this one man is phenomenal. That should inspire you and me to believe that God can bring good things into the world through us as his body, as his temple, as his instruments. We're his mouthpiece, we are his eyes, his ears, we are his body. And if you think about King Saul, tell me one thing in the 40 years that he reigned, that he brought into the world that God was able to build on. Tell me one thing. I honestly cannot think of one thing that God was able to bring into the world through Saul. Not one characteristic, not one psalm, not one prophetic utterance that would be an inspiration for us, not one word that would guide us in the way that we should live, not one song, not one thing he built in 40 years. He left nothing of lasting value. King David, all the psalms, all the songs, all the words, the temple that he got revelation of, that he raised the money to build it and, and, and put the people together, the music instruments he's built, how he conquered all the land that God had promised Israel through Abraham, Isaac and Jacob to give unto them. And he conquered it all. And he handed over a kingdom that was ready to be reigned by peace because he had conquered it through strength, the strength of God and confirmed God's word, God's oath, God's promise to Abraham, to his people. And I tell you what all God was able to bring into the world through David is so inspiring to me to think, God, there are many more good things that you can bring into this world through me, Lord. And how, Pastor, could the Lord bring good things into the world through me? Love him. Love the Lord. That is the commandment. The commandment is to love the Lord and to love your neighbor as yourself is like unto it. Jesus taught us this and of course he was quoting from Deuteronomy chapter 6. This, hear you, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. Love ye the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul and strength. And then take that home and share it with your family if you read it there in Deuteronomy chapter 6 starting at verse 4. But let's here read David's Psalm 18, verse three, first three verses. I will love you, O Lord, <clears throat> my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, the strength, victory of my salvation, my stronghold, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved 
from mine enemies. Oh, I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The Lord liveth, and blessed be the rock, and may the God of my salvation be exalted. Oh, we used to sing it. What a good song to sing from Psalm 18. But what I want you to focus on today is this. Love the Lord. It is the secret, friends. One of my favorite psalms, and I'm sure yours as well, is Psalm 91. And in verse 14, it says, Because he, you, me, has set his love upon me, says the Lord, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he knows and understands my name. He has a personal knowledge of my mercy, love, and kindness, and trusts, relies on me, knowing I will never forsake him. No, never. I will set him on high. I will lift him up above what comes against him. Oh, friends, we can have things try to harass us, even though we're born again. We can have things that try to harass us, oppress us, torment us, and afflict us. But as we keep setting our love upon the Lord, He lives us above those things. And we live, and I'm going to talk about it later this week, in the calming rest of His holy presence, far from the reach of these oppressing spirits. Oh, what a good thing it is when you have set your love upon the Lord. I will love the Lord with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my strength and all that is within me. I will, I will. Oh, I tell you, I have to set your will to love the Lord and keep setting it and keep setting it and let that love be perfected in you. Let that love come into a place of maturity so that the Lord can set you high above all the forces of the darkness of this age that would afflict your household with oppressive and tormentive negativisms. Oh, I'm so grateful that the Lord is able to set us above all that. Look at this verse. This is John 14, verse 30 and 31 in the Amplified. Jesus says, I will not talk with you much more. For the prince, the evil genius ruler of the world, is coming. And he has no claim on me. He has nothing in common with me. There's nothing in me that belongs to him. He has no power over me. But Satan is coming. Listen real closely. And I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know, be convinced, that I love the Father. And that I do what the Father has instructed me to do. I act in full agreement with His orders. Rise, let us go from here. I do as the Father has commanded me so that the world may know I love the Father. You see, as you set your love upon the Father, one of the great characteristics of that love is not just submission, submitting to but the obedience, doing, not just hearing, but doing the will of your heavenly Father. And it's in that doing of His will consistently, constantly, that you begin to ascend above the forces of the enemy and rise above them. It's the stepladder to victory. 
the doing is the stepladder to victory. And I want to charge you today, be a doer of the word, be a doer of the will of God. Do it every day. Keep doing it, keep doing it. And as you keep doing it, you keep rising higher and higher until all the forces of the enemy are under your feet as they are under his feet and you reign with Christ in this life. And that does not mean that that is just always easy. No, that means sometimes like Christ. It says in Hebrews 5 verse 7, in the days of his flesh, he cried with many tears out to him and with loud cries out to him who was the only one who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his godly reverence in that he shrank from the horror of being separated from the bright presence of the Father and his full experience of obedience in what he suffered made him the author of eternal salvation to as many as heed him, as yield to him. Oh, it's so powerful. And then he says, I have so much to share about this, but you're spiritually lazy in connecting with it. And, and it's so important that we begin to embrace through our union with Jesus this power to do the will of our Father because that's where the love of the Father finds perfection in us. Jesus said, if you love me, then you will do what I say, John 15, verse 9. <laughs> Even as I'm loved by my Father and do what He has commanded me, now come and abide in the Father's love with me and do what I command you. And this is what I command you, that you love one another even as I've loved you. And as you abide in love, you're abiding in God. And by your abiding in God, His love is perfected in you so that you can stand before the Father without any fear of rejection or condemnation, but having that total convincing indwelling knowing that you're acceptable and well-pleasing to the Father. I plead with you today, set your love upon the Lord. Let that obedience of doing His will be perfected more and more and more. What am I to do? Love as He loves. Take no account of His suffered wrong nor an evil done to you. Bear upon anything and everything without complaining and without weakening. Believe the best about others. Don't be suspicious, assumptions or presumptions. Believe the best. Have good thoughts towards others, even people that have caused you pain. Believe the best. Always hope. Never give up. <clears throat> Don't insist on your own rights. Leave that to God. Trust Him to fight for you. You just do what's pleasing in His sight by loving even as He loves. And let that love be perfected. And that unselfish, sweet, fragrant, self-sacrificial love, that unselfish, sweet, fragrant, self-sacrificial love of Jesus begins to be perfected in you. That you're not needy, that you're not wanting, but that you're complete in Him, satisfied in Him and that you are compelled and moved, as Paul would say in 2 Corinthians 5.14, by His love to no longer live to please yourself, but that you live to share His love with others. 
And as you keep living this way, I guarantee you the Heavenly Father is lifting you and lifting you and lifting you far above all the forces of the enemy. And you'll be able to minister that liberating love, that liberating life that you see in Jesus. What a joy. What an amazing privilege. What a calling. What a life. What a grace. And he will not, according to Romans 5 verse 5, fail to keep pouring his love into your heart by the Holy Spirit. He will keep pouring it in and keep pouring it in. And you need to live out of the fullness of his love. Don't live needy for others to love so that you can love. No, you love them with the love with which the Father loves you in Christ Jesus, that love that can never fail, that love that you cannot be separated from, that love that keeps coming through the Holy Spirit by Christ Jesus or from Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit into your being continuously. And you let that river of His love flow through you, inexhaustible love, unconquerable goodwill, undefeatable benevolence. You let that undefeatable benevolence, kindness, gentleness, good nature come out of you. And I tell you, no demon will be able to stand up against you and great victories will be seen and miracles and healings will spring forth speedily. Read Isaiah 58. God bless you. Have a good day.